This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 2nd of March. In your sport today, the MLB is trying to avoid a strikeout, the Aussie cricketers suffer a setback, Robbo is a rooster for life, and why you should never throw out your tickets. This is your sport today. We start today in the US and the big story in baseball. For the past three months, Major League Baseball has been in a lockout while a new deal between the club owners and players gets sorted. Now, yesterday was meant to be the deadline to get a deal done, but that's been extended until this morning, Aussie time. Luce, start us off by telling us what the lockout is all about. So this is all about the next collective bargaining agreement, or CBA for short, which is basically the set of conditions the clubs and players live by. The old CBA ended on December 2nd last year, and the 30 club owners all voted for a lockout to get a deal done quickly. Now, a lockout means players can't train or practice with their clubs and would only lose money if games are cancelled. CBAs often come down to money, and in baseball's case, the players want more money for younger players in the form of higher minimum salaries and bonuses. And the owners, they want more post season games to drive more revenue and lighter punishments if they spend over the salary cap. Yeah, they have agreed on a few things like a draft lottery, which is a bit like the one in the NBA, but those are the main sticking points for now. The new deadline to get the CBA done is 5pm Eastern in the US and that's 8am Australian Eastern Daylight Time today. So Luce, what happens now? Well, the owners and players union will keep negotiating, but it's getting close to games being lost. MLB spring training, kind of like preseason here in Australia, has already been pushed back a week to March 8, and the 162-game season is meant to start on March 31. But the more time lost negotiating means the chances of losing regular season games increases. It's been 27 years since a work stoppage meant games were cancelled, and it's going to be costly. One report says the players will collectively lose 20 million US dollars for each day the season is cancelled and the club owners will lose heaps as well in lost TV money and ticket sales. Yeah, that is a lot of money on the table there, Lusa. The players and the owners, they are still negotiating, so keep an ear out this morning to see if a deal is done and what will happen if one doesn't get done. If you followed the women's Big Bash League, then you probably know that Sophie Devine is really, really good at cricket. And if you don't, well, now you do. After she went big in New Zealand's World Cup warm-up win over the Aussies yesterday, Luce, just how big are we talking? Gabs, we're talking pretty big. <laughs> Divine smashed 161 not out off 117 balls to help New Zealand chase down Australia's total of 321. She hit 23 fours and four sixes in what was one of the best knocks of all time. The Aussies probably knew what to expect because Divine has been named WBBL player of the tournament twice. This was a practice game, so it doesn't affect the World Cup at all, which starts in New Zealand on Friday. 
Yeah, it sure does. And New Zealand are going to kick it off against the West Indies. And then it's Australia's turn. They play England on Saturday. Now, things were a bit better for Australia with the bat. Four batters past 50, led by Meg Lanning's 87. All right, that brings us to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Which team won the 2017 Women's 50 Over World Cup? Luce, got a clue for us? Australia very recently beat them in a series here. Okay, I'm trying to cast my mind back. I think I've got it. I'll have the answer at the end of the show. Our AFL fans will know Daisy Pierce is a gun player for the Melbourne Demons and a sideline commentator, but she might be adding AFL assistant coach to her resume because there have been reports she's been sounded out by several AFL clubs. Luce, who are the front runners here? Well, a report in The Age says Geelong are in advanced discussions to have Pierce work as an assistant coach under head coach Chris Scott this season. The report says Pierce would be part of the AFL's accelerated coaching program and that program fast-tracks female coaches and guarantees a job for two seasons, which is co-funded by the AFL. She wouldn't be the first female coach in the AFL. Peter Searle worked with St Kilda in 2014 as a development coach. Pierce is 33 and still has the AFLW season to play out with the Demons, but Geelong CEO Steve Hocking said the Cats are just one of many clubs interested in where she'd like to spend her future. Yeah, she sure is, and Hocking also called Pierce an icon of football, not just women's football, but football in general. Now, the Demons, they are second on the AFLW ladder with two matches left in the regular season. And I can already tell, Luce, you are very pumped up for the finals. Oh, yeah. Let's stick with coaching, but we're going to head to rugby league now because the Roosters have had a big win a week before the new NRL season starts. They've re-signed their coach, Trent Robinson, for another five years. Luce, why is this such a big deal for them? Robinson is considered one of the best coaches of the NRL era, and Roosters chairman Nick Politis actually called him the game's best thinker. Robinson has enjoyed a lot of success since he joined the club in 2013. He won a comp in his first year there and won two more in 2018 and 2019. He's already on contract until the end of the 2023 season, so the new deal will keep him at the Roosters until 2028. It sounds like he loves it there because he says the Roosters are in his DNA. Yeah, no roosters in my DNA, but there is a lot of fried chicken, I think. Uh, (laughs) Robbo, he's already the longest serving coach at the Roosters, which is a pretty big effort because they've been around since 1908. Casual sports fans will know all about NBA players like Steph Curry and LeBron James, but it's probably time people started paying attention to Ja Morant. He plays for the Memphis Grizzlies and, Luce, he went berserk yesterday. He sure did. And, Gabs, he's still only 22, so he's only going to get even better. As you said, Morant had a monster night in his team's win over the San Antonio Spurs. Stats nerds will be excited to know that he scored 52 points, which is both a career high for Morant and also the most points by a player in Grizzlies history. But 
that's not all. Morant had one of the best slam dunks of the season and then beat the halftime buzzer with a circus shot that sent social media into meltdown. Yeah, and I'm probably guilty of about 100 of those views on Twitter. It was seriously good. But if you haven't checked it out, head to the episode notes because I've put the links to those two highlights in there for you to enjoy. Next time you have a spare ticket to a sporting event, it might be worth holding onto it instead of giving it away to a mate. An American guy by the name of Michael Cole did just that, but this wasn't any old ticket. It was a spare to Michael Jordan's NBA debut and loose. It is worth a fortune. How does 650000 Australian dollars sound? That's how much Cole's spare ticket was auctioned off for in the US. He said his dad got him the ticket worth $8.50 each to watch the Chicago Bulls game when he was at college 38 years ago, but he didn't have anyone to go with, so he went by himself and he kept the spare ticket. Turns out he went and watched the start of one of the greatest basketball careers ever. As crazy as that sounds, it wasn't even the most expensive ticket sold at that auction. A ticket to the debut game of legendary baseballer Jackie Robinson in 1947 sold for $660,000 Aussie dollars. Yeah, I've got to stop buying my tickets online and these lanyards, um, they're just not going to cut it anymore, loose. <laughs> All right, let's get back to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. And today I asked which team won the 2017 Women's 50 Over World Cup. Who was it, Luz? I said it was the team that Australia had won a series against most recently, and that was, of course, England, and the Aussies beat them in the Ashes. They certainly did, and England won that match in 2017. They beat India in the final by nine runs, and India, they beat Australia in the semis. Okay, that is us done for today. Luce, you're going to be back with Sam tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I'll catch you then. 